My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, and we are the folks who are going to help you make sense out of nonsense, find reason and the unreasonable, because this is okay! Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you doing this evening? Very good. <laughs> God damn it. Was, was that was That, that was his that toned was, uh... down radio voice, by the way, I... guys. <laughs> that, was very, that was very toned down, honestly. Good oh. lord. Should have seen what I'm... I pitched the other night. It was uh, disgusting. I'm do I was doing well until that gave me fucking cancer. He toned it down by the same per- he toned it down by the same percentage of the COVID-19 death rate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gracious. Uh, do you want to get that right away or do you want to get into my bit? Go ahead. Go for it. Okay, so I'm introducing a new short segment where uh, I I will introduce a talking point, uh fake or real at times and um, it's kind of up to my, uh, my the co-hosts here to decide whether or not it's real, what they make of it, um, and how stupid it is. So let's uh, let's get started. I'm so excited Simple about one. this. So so we just released episode eight yesterday, and uh, there was there was the the bit where uh, I think Aaron was talking about or you two were talking about uh, kids these days getting exposed to degenerate porn and uh, how it's ruins ruining society in some capacity, whatever. Um, and that brought up the question, uh, or it made, made me think. What is the right age to start teaching a child about sexuality? Oh God! Do, do you guys, um, do you guys have any ideas? Do you guys have an answer? Whenever they're too old to work on Epstein Island, you can probably <laughs> safely start <laughs> start talking to them about sexuality. Whenever they can legally start taking hormone blockers without their parents' permission, how about that? <laughs> what is that these days? Is that like if they get a special <laughs> if they get a judge to sign a slip? Is it like twelve? <laughs> oh, dude, they give them to, like, four-year-olds. It's fucking insane. As long as the per- parents sign off on it, you can legally abuse the fuck out of your kids and just turn them into a different... You just chop their dick off and say they're a girl, if, as long as the parents signs. Yeah, I- I'm sure it varies pretty wildly, like, state by state. Uh, very similar to, like, the uh, age of consent kind of thing. Basically, you you do a sniff test. If you if you can walk him by Joe Biden and he doesn't smell their hair and cup their tits, <laughs> then you probably can start talking about sexuality. Goodness gracious! Uh, I like these conservative answers. I like that you're not a uh, inviting uh, drag queen story hour to your children's grade schools or something. Uh, yeah, oh, that that would prompt some uh, some explanations. I'm sure. Yeah, the the definitely the not the right time is when. Uh, you know, you have trannies reading about bedtime stories dressed like demons to fucking children in a library <laughs> that are, like, five years old. Yeah, if, if they look like a demon in a Disney movie, and the child is the age for Disney movies, then that's not the right age. Yeah, when they look like a hot Lady Gaga talking to your kid about sexuality, like, no thanks. <laughs> well, you guys should have seen my hell... Uh... Should have seen my health teacher back in high school. She literally was like a four hundred and fifty pound like manatee, telling everyone else like how how to like live a healthy life and to like have safe sex. It's like bitch, like no one's touched you in twenty five years. Like what are you doing? We had an angry uh, gym teacher lesbian for our health teacher. She was actually not terrible at being a health teacher because well the year before her was like this. Fat, like this short, fat, what I imagine every pedophile looks like. That was our health teacher before that, and it was real awkward getting information from her. She was actually pretty decent. Dude, my Spanish teacher, who was the coach for, what was it, track and field, like sprinting, uh, she was a better health teacher than my actual health teacher was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, like if, if you're a coach, you're going to know more about biology and, like, adolescent health and whatnot than 
mm-hmm. most people. Yeah. It, well, she was the lady that was getting like high school juniors and seniors up to uh up to the level where like training kids up to the level where they can get like a pretty good scholarship for college for doing track and field and stuff like that. So yeah, of course she knew more. (laughs) She was way more qualified to do a health class than that fucking bitch. Goodness gracious. So, so any, any hard answers on a, when the right age age is to start teaching a child about sexuality or just a, you know, up to the parents. Come on. Yeah, dude, not for us or anyone else, especially the government to decide, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't need it from a public school. I can tell you that much. Okay, that's uh, an answer I can get behind. And one more talking point before we get on to Bob's segment, and that is uh, <clears throat> universal basic income can be thought of as the opposite of socialism. It establishes a binary class system based entirely on merit, <laughs> um, whether one works at all and earns a disposable income, or whether one doesn't work and lives by humble means talking point that doesn't make any sense how does that make sense <laughs> what do you what do you mean it incentivizes people it still incentivizes people to work if everyone gets the same universal basic income yeah it, no no basic because income. then they get like, more if they work they get ubi and they get their wage oh okay uh, so, so you're saying that people can can get by on the, on the UBI, and the people that actually want to work can live a better life because they put in the effort for it. Yeah, and now now instead of like having our lower class, middle class, upper middle class, whatever, uh, it's it's very binary. Like uh, half the people, or I'm just gonna assume half the people are just not gonna work, and half people are gonna work and have this extra money. And it's uh, I think that's uh, possibly even more capitalistic than whatever we live in now. No. No, you're still incentivizing people to like work. Like people act like having to work is a bad thing. It's fucking insane. That still incentivizes people not go to work. It's fulfilling. Like it, it, it gives someone like something in their life to do. Right. It it makes them proud of whatever they're doing. Like there's so many benefits to actually putting someone to like. Okay. Well, I mean, typically I don't know speaking, about fulfilling. right now is like the cubicle slave system we have is not the most fulfilling thing in the world, but I do understand what you mean. I mean, if you're just doing nothing for nobody the entire time, like, you know, how are you ever supposed to be happy or content with what you're doing in a day to day basis? Oh, yeah, this whole like this whole myth that it's like, oh, then people can pursue their creative dreams. And it's like, no, it's so that. A bunch of dirty hippies that I used to roommate with can fucking sit around and burn white sage to scare ghosts away <laughs> and live in their own fucking filth and never do their laundry. Like, those people just, like, sit in a room and smoke weed until they're, like, brain dead. But those so they people... they can just sit and do nothing. Those people are doing that without universal basic income, so why do we need to make their life that much more luxurious uh, at the expense of everyone else? That's all it right. is. It's to trick those, those people just want more money to do what they're already doing. Huh, okay, okay. Um, what about the, the whole argument for universal basic income that uh, there are enough bad workers in society that we've, if we just got rid of those jobs or fully automated them uh, and just those people didn't work because they're bad workers that we would uh, live in a better country? Oh my god, that is, that no. is the opposite solution to right, that's anything. That's the real talking point. <laughs> yeah, 
You know what the closest <laughs> thing to a UBI I've actually kind of been support of, I've like mauled over a few times, is uh, if you had to do like a, you have to do like a profit sharing. Like every company has to post their profits like every year. Oh, okay. And then maybe do like a, you know, a 20% cut off that instead of in lieu of taxes, because they shouldn't be taxing the fuck out of these businesses anyways. So instead of paying for like welfare and stuff, it just goes directly to your pocket where they just take like, they just do 20% of your profits, boom, goes in a huge pot. Everybody over 21 that works, or 24 probably, everybody make it a little older. Like anybody 24 to 65 gets the fucking cut, that a cut of that check. And it actually makes people vested in how their companies do because as much as I actually like enjoy working and doing that, I don't give a fuck about the companies I work for at all or how good they do or anything like that. And that would actually make people have a vested interest in like the GDP of their own country. And I think that's kind of a better way than taxing and having the government allocate those funds because they're fucking terrible at it, obviously. I think individuals allocate their own funds way better than the government does. I mean, I mean, some some companies do a form of that already, where like a, the employees receive a yearly bonus based on the company's profit. But it's not it's not standardized, or it's not super common. I don't think. Yeah, not no, I think like it, that instead of the tax rate that they pay would be like the best way to do it. Oh, like yes, whatever you decide on, okay. like a quarter of your profits just gets split among the country's workers. The end. Sounds okay. a little too much like communism to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's incentivizing the workers to uh, invest in their company, and I, it's, it's I get really it, but it, building the quality of the company. I don't have a better solution for like you know people like Bezos just like making like forty fucking billion dollars and just like you know tax sheltering all of it. Like you know what I mean? I mean? What's the alternative to that besides like dragging him out of his fucking mansion and murdering him? Like I don't. See I'm down. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm one. going to run up UBI. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know economics. <laughs> we should do a, a yearly harvest here in the United States. We go and collect the richest person in the nation and just flay him alive out in the middle of <laughs> the capital. <laughs> It'd be such a popular event. Everyone, well, I everyone, don't everyone endorse that, actually. that. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you take the richest person and then everyone votes yay or nay, like a gladiator arena. And then if he <laughs> passes the test because we decided we like him, it goes to the second richest guy, and we just keep going until we kill one of them. I, I just want to well, say the Trump guy has to be on best behavior, like all the time. Look at all these bonuses I gave out. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, think how how hard we downvote until we got to Gates this year. We'd be oh, <laughs> yeah. Kill oh yeah, him. no. Okay, as fast as we can get to Gates. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like I'm, I'm immediately behind. Better. Immediately behind this, <laughs> we we can skip the next like the you know ten people in front of him. Just uh, I'll, I'll vote. <laughs> you know, save their lives. We should hire fucking, uh, what was it? I can see, like, all these billionaires, like, escaping on their yachts to, like, international seas or something like that. We should hire John McAfee to hunt them down in his yacht. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it, that's it. It's uh, the the centimillionaire, um, uh, most dangerous game hunters on the seas. Uh, pirates yeah. <laughs> and billionaires. Dude, having McAfee hunt down whoever we voted would be great. And you get to live, like, live stream the whole thing. We just have, like, drones flying around, like, the cameras. <laughs> you just see, like, his... McAfee goes on the hunt. He just has... He, oh, like, rebuilds his yacht with, like, fucking military, like, defenses. He just goes and you what just do you mean, see it, like... rebuilds? There's no way his yacht isn't already like that. <laughs> just 
Cap- imagine capturing live footage of John McAfee ramming his yacht into Bill Gates' yacht, <laughs> and then, like, boarding it. <laughs> boarding with, like, a dagger in his mouth, like a fucking yeah. ear, he just comes swinging over it. <laughs> and he's like, fight me like a man, and just fucking has a swashbuckling duel. Oh, man. Well, I mean, just how pathetic of, uh, how physically pathetic or not imposing that Bill Gates is, and his voice, too. Just, like, him cracking his voice, trying to, uh, uh, doing, like, a Danny Worski, stay back, uh, to John McAfee. I want to see that. I want to see that. It would be so satisfying. It'd be, like, an idiocracy when they do, like, man versus monster truck in the like, arena. <laughs> to do some, set up some of them like that. It'd be great. Yeah, I'm all for that. I don't know if that was where he thought this talking point was going, but uh, we went from UBI to having death matches with uh, McAfee and Bill Gates. And and when it comes when it when it comes to billionaires protesting, we'll just have a, a quick reminder for everyone. What's that? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You fucking nailed it, Bob. You don't nailed have a it. choice. People act go, like thanks. you have a choice. Yeah. You don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. You don't. Okay. Can, can we just have like a whole crowd of protesters chanting that at Bill Gates in his his Xanadu Two mansion? You don't have a choice. You act like you have a choice. As John McAfee's running at you. It's McAfee. Why the fuck do you say McAfee? What was that, Josh? That that like. That's such a better protest chant than they've had recently with these race riot protests. It's <laughs> really like the, the the just chanting Black Lives Matter or the chanting whatever the 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 uh, fuck fuck fascism fuck Trump that whatever that one was. It's uh, uh if we had the, the you act like you have a choice you don't have a choice. I like that. There we go. Hey hey ho ho. I, these dirty smelly ho, ho. joggers got to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you can cut that cabbage. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I, uh, I think that's enough of, um, uh, you know, insightful discussion on yeah, insightful. economics of rich people. Hope you guys learned so. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, devolved into our fantasies of murdering billionaires. <sighs> yeah, that'd be the real universal basic income is entertainment. But let's let's go on to what Bob has to say about uh, talking points. So universal basic income. That's so March twenty twenty. We're in June 2020. What's going on in June 2020, Bob? Racism cured coronavirus. And here we are. Yes. We should have always uh, we should always evaluate the risks and benefits of efforts to control the virus. Jennifer Nuzo of John Hopkins uh, epidemiologist tweeted on Tuesday. In this moment, the public health risk of not protesting to demand an end to systematic racism greatly exceeds the harm of the virus. So it looks like COVID nineteen is over. We can go outside. We can break lockdown orders now. Uh, in order as long to as we're protest. fighting racism, as long as sure. we are fighting racism, yes. They made they made me wear a mask in Whole Foods the other day. Is that that's, I don't think it's over yet. <laughs> You're not fighting racism in Whole Foods. Let's be real. <laughs> okay. <good point>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how many how many people of color did you see in that Whole Foods? Yeah, I don't know how many black people you saved in the Whole Foods, but uh, I'm gonna we'll say save that discussion for another time. <laughs> so we've covered COVID nineteen, and we also covered last week the George Floyd death and also the resulting protests and riots uh, from that. I say protests and riots because both are happening at the same time. 
sometimes they devolve into riots, obviously, and sometimes they don't. You're being but, very political about this. Uh, You're very uh, uh, well. I'm you know diplomatic about trying this. To cover all my bases here. When when things get set on fire and looting starts happening, that has transitioned into a riot. What once was a peaceful protest, once that first storefront window breaks, it turns into a riot pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's a protest, and oh, then yeah. when, you know, the protest just happens to use a pallet of bricks that just is so gracefully placed in front of them, then it turns into a riot. So, uh, this is, so th this topic is actually very mainstream, uh, and uh, I, I think I've only really seen one person cover it with, like, a level head. But, like, CNN has covered it, MSNBC, Politico, Fox even covered it. Like, all the major news people are covering this right now. And it starts with CNN. A group of health and medical colleagues have penned an open letter to express their concerns that protests around the United States could be shut down under the guise of coronavirus health concerns. The guise Excuse of me? coronavirus the health concerns? <laughs> The letter, which went to draw more than 1,200 signature, focuses on techniques to reduce harm to people protesting racial injustice. We created a letter in response to emerging narratives that seemed to malalign demonstrators as risky, or demonstrations as risky for the public health because of COVID-19. This is honestly uh, the most honest they've ever been. Wait, wait, no, no, the doctors haven't, like, a lot of doctors haven't been behind all the, the coronavirus hype to begin with. No, so. I'm talking about, like, CNN right here. Like, this is specifically CNN. Okay. Th this is yeah. CNN's say, article that I'm reading from right now. So th this is their coverage uh, of what they have penned. Uh, I'm going completely off what they say here. Uh, they go on to even say... Though they, well, even though that they can't understand the word hypocrisy or how that, like... You know, what they say at one week to another doesn't have to correlate at all. Like, the sentence, um, where was it? The guys were... Oh, you gotta scroll up a little bit. Stop, scroll up. Yep. The, the sentence, um, that protests around the United States could be shut down under the guise of coronavirus health concerns is actually true. Like, it is <laughs> okay, just yeah. a... You know what I mean? Like, that is... That yes. is a true statement. I know it goes against everything they've been telling us for, like, three fucking months now, but that is actually true. So, so what, I'd, what I'd, I'd like to interject and just uh, uh, say that I think it could be argued, um, or something beneficial could happen if doctors were to argue that the food pyramid is racist. Because if... Coronavirus is racist, or whatever about coronavirus is racist, or racism, any racism is more important than that. If we have race be the top motivating factor for any of whatever, it looks like we can get away with anything. So if we do something beneficial, like the food pyramid is racist, then voila, we just solved uh, obesity or whatever. Uh, Josh, if it's something beneficial, they're not going to cover it. Okay, fuck you, sorry. You already you, fucked you, up their first main point. They're like, as long as it's something not beneficial, and we can force a race war and enact martial law, then we'll totally cover it. I think I would have learned this last week when you explained the exact same point to me. Um, excuse me, continue, Bob, while I uh, uh, sit here in uh, shame. <laughs> this is the, the big point that's been crossing the news media, this, this paragraph here. However, as public health advocates, we do not condemn the gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission. We support them as vital to the national or the national public health and to the threatened health specifically of black people in the United States. 
we can show that support by facilitating the safest protesting practices without de uh, detracting from demonstrators. Uh, ability to gather and demand change. This should not be confused with a permissive stance on all gatherings, particularly the protests against the stay-at-home orders. You can protest racism, gentlemen, but you can't protest the government's stay-at-home orders. You, you can, you can the, protest and devolve into riots about racism, but you can't peacefully protest about stay-at-home orders. Oh my god, that's that's the crux of it. That's the whole point. You can wait, wait. You can protest but, this thing over here that's totally not related to us. We're not racist. Go ahead and protest racism. We totally endorse it. But if the second you start protesting the stay-at-home orders, which are government lockdown orders, executive orders by the executive branches of every state and local politician, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when they label it a right-wing like protest group or something like that which no, wait that's the thing too on. like a, a month ago when they had the stay-at-home order protests most of them from what i saw they started out people were still in the cars so they're social distancing and then they social distance afterwards so it specifically oh. wasn't a health concern yes and and those were the times where we got those very powerful uh pictures of nurses speaking truth to power as they stood in front of those cars in texas all those registered nurses standing in front and uh, in protest against the the protesters that wanted like freedom. You know what I mean? Everyone saw that. All, all all the fucking nurses and doctors came out and said, "Oh my god, this is just so stupid. You're so against science." Practically Tiananmen Square. <sighs> oh I love my, my favorite is the the protest the the anti lockdown protest protesters. <laughs> Where they oh they come outside to tell you to not go outside because it's dangerous to go outside. Okay, I th I think we understand that the whole stay at home, go outside, the the management of those orders and rationale behind them is is uh, complete bogus. Now, Bob, let's get on with um, how racism cured coronavirus. Um. Well, let's go on here because the. Okay, I'm switching over to Politico because this is also really funny. It says here, the experts maintain that their messages are consistent. They have all, uh, they were always flexible on Americans going outside, that they, uh, that they want protesters to take precautions, and that they're prioritizing public health by demanding an urgent fix to systematic racism. They've maintained their messages are consistent? What the ever-living fuck is going on we live in a fucking clown world L let me tell you one thing the righteousness of your cause whether it's just or unjust has nothing to do with the virality of covid19 it, <laughs> it, it does not <laughs> whether you're protesting racism or a fucking hangnail the, the virus is still as contagious as it was the day before Right? You remember when, um, I, like, just to, you know, I want to play the devil's advocate and back him up on their consistency here. Mute him. Um, mute him now. No devil. No, I'm <laughs> sick of this no, no, shit. No, no, this, this is, <laughs> China, China with their stupid Lego video, when they're talking about U.S. being a little, like, idiots, that's us being consistent. The, at least America always, always, you can always trust them to be consistent. Remember that line? Yeah. China got it right. Oh, yeah. Yes. China <laughs> well, no, we they have had consistent messaging because when this first started in February, 
they were, remember, they started switching factories over to making ventilators and masks. And if you had a mask, if you bought masks, then you were evil. And remember, they re- arrested that guy for, uh, or they didn't arrest him, but they might have the stolen all guy? his goods because he had the hand sanitizer yeah. stores. Yeah. It's still like, and, like uh, 20K worth of goods or something, or something stupid. Oh, yeah, they just stole 20K worth of hand sanitizer from the guy, like, without compensation. Um, so, like, like that'd be like raiding a CVS because they're hoarding hand sanitizer. Like, that's fucking crazy. But, um, so, yeah, they... A, when you if you bought a mask right away, you were evil. Then you had to wear a mask. But only the N95 would work. And then they switched to bandanas. And then they switched to, you can go outside, but only if you're an essential worker. And you can, you can take walks through a park, but you can't play basketball in it. Uh, it was just like, they have just been so fucking inconsistent. Oh, and then all the anti-lockdown protesters were killing people even though none of them are dead. Um, now, if you're stopping racism, it's not going to contribute to the spread of corona. It's just like, people have the memory of goldfish. I, I don't know how you can get on board with any of these narratives. If that's what, if you honestly are listening to those people. That's exactly, that has been the news for three months. Just completely flip-flopped on every fucking thing they've said. After looking at the, the California um, like approved active outdoor activity list or whatever, uh, and seeing stuff like oh you can go photograph nature you can do this martial art but not this one you can what uh look at rocks or whatever the stupid thing was you can go go uh, hiking but make sure you stay six feet away from people just the, the how they described it the extensive the semi-extensive list of completely arbitrary out of touch things it was, it was stupid it was uh the the stupidest thing ever it, it was uh just direct evidence that there was no real rationale or no real logic behind uh, some of these stay-at-home orders. No, 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 no. You need, you need to be more specific in that statement. There was no scientific method backing up these lockdown orders. Wait, wait. Um, are you yeah. a scientific method? What is it? Uh, Bob, Bob, that sounds like a word of science denier. <laughs> Fuck. And someone doesn't like facts. Bob, we have oh, the... my God. Governor Newsom has facts and science on his side. Stay home. Yeah, save grandma. It's science. Save a life. Am I the only one that remembers this shit? <laughs> Jesus fucking uh, Bob, Christ. Bob. Everyone's killing grandma right now, and we don't care because it's to solve racism. We're, we are sacrificing every grandma in this country, a blood sacrifice to end our, our biggest sin, which is racism. Jesus Christ. Are these, are these white grandmas? Then it might be okay. I sure hope so. Jeez, otherwise <laughs> it would be real. Uh, that would be a big oy vey for me. <laughs> yeah, then if it started killing black grandmas, oh shit! It <laughs> just backfire. Then on even the Corona would be racist. <laughs> but Corona can't be racist because it has ended, uh, or at least coronavirus is being cured because of racism. I don't know. Yeah, it took a break for uh, it took a knee. You don't need to worry yeah, about the. Was... Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, here you thought my talking point was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah the, I don't know it, if Corona taking a knee was the right uh, phrasing. Oh, God, wait. Moment, oh, shit. But... Did you say that? <laughs> that just processed. <laughs> God damn, Josh. <laughs> so, everyone take a knee. Everyone in racism. And in the meantime, 
go ahead and kill everyone's grandmas because the virus is about to have another outbreak, which totally won't happen. Uh, it's a bunch of bullshit in the first place. If they wanted it to happen, it'll happen. They, if, or if they but, wanted it to happen, they'll just bend the numbers and report something to where it happened. Like, that's not, you know, look, it's not a question of not a whether, yeah. They're, they're going to try to push for a, a second lockdown after all of these protests and stuff like that. It just, uh, it's going to happen because they need to extend the lockdown. I think yep, politically for, for the November election, like, it's the only reason why this is so polarizing to everyone. This is why they're digging their heels into this racist narrative. What part of the killing of George George Floyd was about racism? No one... He didn't make a racist comment. He had, like, the three cops or four cops that were standing there around him. That was, like, the most diverse group of cops I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it looked like the cast of Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mention anything racist. There's no evidence that this cop was racist or all the other cops around him are racist. They were just doing their jobs, right? They were just... Bob, they, they, go on. Now, now, who has the memory of a goldfish? I believe you're, you're ignoring the long history of uh, systemic racism and profiling by police uh, and law enforcement in America. I mean, just think of the New York Stop and Frisk program and the uh, racial demographic breakdowns of how that really played out. Just think of the, the countless... Uh, you know, police brutality cases and arrests, uh, uh, you know, just over-proportional arrests of black in individuals in the U.S. And it's it's not just this one instance. This is just a statistic, one of, part part of a statistic. And I, I think that you're missing the bigger picture here, Mr. Memory of a Goldfish. I think whenever you, you, you do that voice <laughs> and you play, like, the devil's advocate with me like that, but just just that tone of voice, like, it makes me want to fucking choke down a shotgun barrel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always want you to choke down a shotgun barrel, so I don't know if that voice has anything to do with it. Come 4th of July, don't you wait. <laughs> uh going to give Brandon a run for his for, run for his money when it comes to kill counts. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to host the first deathless uh, event with our crew there and really rub it in Brendan's face. Speaking of bad taste, should we get on to Aaron's topic or yeah, do you have anything else to say about our Wait, I, coronavirus? I got a little bit more to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So, I would also like to point out that literally try to find me one public corporate or co cultural institution that is not supporting these protests. Find one of them. Every, every single, None. a large corporation, local and state government, uh, just about like, even if you go on social media and, and say that, Oh my God, like maybe you guys shouldn't be writing and setting churches on fire and shit like that. Like, especially the church, like right across the street from the white house or something shouldn't be doing that. It is not culturally acceptable to be against these protests. It's not, you have the New Jersey city mayor was saying that he will be walking in protests against racism in in a march in his own city in violation of his own lockdown orders these people do not care and the reason they don't care is because the the narrative gets pushed to racism 
and away from their executive order. Their executive order caused this. It gave the police more power. The police already had enough power to do what they did to George Floyd. But under these circumstances, the police had even more power to detain and arrest you and exert authority over you than any other time imaginable. This wasn't, he didn't die from racism. He wasn't killed because the cop was racist. There's no evidence to support that. What he did die from was a cop knowing that he had qualified immunity, a fucking uh, a legal fund backed by his union to support him, and all the cops around him not stopping him and telling him that he should, he should back off or maybe lift, lift his body weight, his entire fucking body weight off this guy's neck. There's no reason why this should happen. It was caused by government authoritarianism. That is the root evil in everything that we see here, especially in this scenario. Yeah, you, you the, have... uh, Go um... on. Uh, here I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll I want to read a paragraph from Politico uh, because Bob I have good news. <clears throat> a sweeping new police reform bill being drafted by House and Senate Democrats would ban chokeholds, limit qualified immunity for police officers, create a national misconduct registry, end the use of no-knock warrants in drug cases, and make lynching a federal crime, among other dramatic changes. Well, the the lynching thing sounds like a like a racist kind of. Uh... Yeah, really. Uh, lynching play, is you know. a federal crime. It would be involved yeah. murder. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know what they're framing. Whatever. The bad drum, it's, they want to make go. it extra bad because they. It, no one cares about the objective crime, which is killing a guy with your knee. They want to focus on a subjective crime that no one can fucking agree on, so everyone's fucking yeah. fighting constantly. It's like what we saw, the crime that happened was a man killed a man. Not that a, a man killed a man and it was extra bad because he, like, did it out of some weird subjective hatred that you can't, like, you can't quantify. It's absolutely absurd to think of life in those terms. Aaron, are you, are you suggesting that there is some objective morality, perhaps guided by a higher power? No. It's just, what are the facts? It's okay, not yeah. even that. It's just literally... Yeah, it's it's just literally what was the crime done? The end. And it's like, who cares? If it's murder because you wanted his wallet and murder because uh, his he got too much of a suntan, uh, what the fuck is the difference? It's just murder. That's the part you focus on, the yeah. murder part. Yeah, that's Anything that's else is, is brainwashing. Yeah. And and the biggest thing uh, they can they can try to reform uh I mean that that's big talks and it could definitely speed up the the problem with qualified immunity but the biggest problem here is that the Supreme Court over the last I don't I, I think it's it's very recently within months essentially the Supreme Court has had cases brought up to them and they decided to not take three cases that questioned uh qualified immunity. That, that would limit oh, qualified really? immunity uh, on the books. And the Supreme Court just decided not to fucking take them. I mean, they are hmm. in line with keeping the power structure as it is. That's the thing. Everyone everyone was up in their panties about Kavanaugh when, when, when Trump nominated Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court pick. 
I mean, a, a, lot of, a lot of the Democrats were going for the, oh, holy shit, the, the sexism thing and the stuff that wasn't, like, uh, evidence-based, like, whatsoever. But the biggest thing that that he did was sitting on the uh, appellate court, he was, like, he and other judges were, like, single-handedly destroying the Fourth Amendment with uh, all of these spying regulations and, like, having to deal with, like, the Patriot Act, um uh, decisions and stuff like that in the court system. He was a part of the systematic destruction of the Fourth Amendment that gave the government the power that it has today, and it, and it he he held it up in court and just gave the Patriot Act legs to to continue moving forward. Like he should have been the one to stop those things, right? Like that's what people should really care about, like the things that actually affect them, the things that give the government power. Okay, I think I'm done. Okay, now that we've had enough uh, uh, pro-terrorism uh, d- dialogue from, or monologue from Bob... Um, How actually, sorry, dare I wanna... you? <laughs> uh, just a quick thing before we, we go on. Um, so are the protests still going... I haven't followed a ton of news the last couple of days. Are the protests still going on, like, through Saturday the 6th? I don't know. I don't go downtown. I'm not... Okay, I mean, have you seen news coverage or uh, live stream footage well, the, or whatever? Well, the cops in your area are pretty hostile, too, I hear. Oh, dude, they pushed the <laughs> fuck out of that old dude. He was white as snow, man. He was white as the snow of Buffalo. Uh, so I, found I don't it. know what happened there. I guess it wasn't a racist push, at least. Oh, it was, that, I, so it was mm. less bad. Yeah, I found it very telling, by the way. The guy got pushed to the ground, and it's like, okay, well, maybe the guy's not doing so hot. But then, like, 20 cops just walk by this guy as a pool of blood is, like... <laughs> Filling up around this guy, and it's like, what oh, the insane. fuck? No, not no one did anything. No cop even took took the guy a second glance to be like, is this guy all right? He's pretty old. There's a puddle of blood underneath the, his cracked skull. Maybe we should look at him. No, that well, didn't what? happen. Are they gonna take care of every guy that trips? Come on. No, because let me remind everyone. Because <laughs> police aren't required. They're not li- like they're not liable for your health whatsoever. If a cop sees like you in like say like a knife fight or a gunfight or being attacked by someone with a knife, the cop can just decide. I don't want to risk that. I'll see what happens later, and then maybe I'll call some backup and deal with it. Like they they are not required to jump into a scenario to help protect your life, right? But they can do anything within their power, and like they can throw you in jail. They they can put you in handcuffs just because they can articulate maybe that they might feel threatened by like, a certain situation. They 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 cordon off entire city blocks for like a, a small like little like crime that happened on a sidewalk because they don't want journalists to see how they're investigating this this crime scene yeah. and shit like that. They, they can just be like, well, we don't feel safe, so we're going to extend the crime scene tape for like an entire city goddamn block because we can. Because we can maybe rationalize some method of, of violence against us to justify it, which, uh, you know, when you look at the objective facts to everything, it, it doesn't make any sense. And there there is no like legitimate threat to them ever. They just like to exert their authority. I mean, can't argue there. Um, I think I think that closes out on uh, cops, coronavirus, and racism. And then we have uh, we don't we don't. You guys want to hear some gravy? With some gravy. All right, you guys ready for the real gravy? This is the this is a conspiracy podcast, by the way. So let's get into. Oh, the is it now? Because I fucking I 
you know me. I think that everything's theater. Like, all this is bullshit. Um, I think this entire thing was staged. Like, the only thing I, I believe 100% is that the narrative that they're giving us is completely false. Like, that's the only thing I know for sure. In what way, though? So, I... There is a bunch of shit that doesn't add up with this when I started looking into this uh, George Floyd murder. For one... Um, dude, the, this guy's lawyer came out. Um, his name is Timothy D. Jaffet. That's J-A-P-H-E-T. Um, look him up if you are listening to this, because this was his post. Now, I saw a black man who I played college football against allegedly killed on camera 30 years later. But guess what? They messed up. That's not the same guy. I remember this guy, and he died a few years ago right here in Corpus Christi. I was his lawyer. Dumbasses can't even pick a good fake dead guy. So, and then he talks about when he played, he played at Texas uh, A&I, which was uh, Texas A&M Kingsville, I guess, since the JUCO school. And, um, and if you look up George Floyd's history, that's, they talk about that. Like, that's mainstream news that he played for Texas uh, A&M and stuff, and this all, like, checks out with that. Um, yeah, but I've, I've heard them bring up multiple times, like him growing up in Houston, and I'm, I'm sure also the, uh... Yeah, and he goes, however, the name of the man they are using who died, he died here in Corpus Christi three years ago. He did play for Texas A&I, and he did live on the streets here, and he did die here. However, he didn't die in Minnesota. Um, to top it off, I was his court-appointed guardian ad litem before he passed at uh, Sofen Memorial. Before he died, me and him talked about that game because they had a football game that they played where the, I guess Texas and I just kicked the shit out of this lawyer's school. And the lawyer wasn't good. He said he was just on the sidelines the whole time. But, um, you know, so what I'm telling you is that the man they claim who died in Minneapolis at the hands of the police did not die there. That man died in Corpus Christi, Texas, in Christus Spahn Memorial ICU with me as his guardian ad litem, and he is buried at the Pauper Cemetery in Flower, Flower Bluff. His sister flew down here from Minnesota saying she was going to give him a proper burial, but she never came back officially. Though since then, that body could have been removed. Nobody keeps too much of an account of the cemetery anyhow. So that's what his his story is. So, wait, and how, how do we is, how do we know that this uh, this uh, so called Texas A and I or Corpus Christi George Floyd didn't fake his death then? I, we don't. I don't know if that's the case, but <laughs> if, if that's the case, let's just let's just go way out there. If that's the case, where this guy faked his death then. So that he could be part of this weird staged hoax and then go, like, uh, I don't know, live off in Eternium with fucking Kobe Bryant and uh, Tupac, <laughs> then, you know, maybe that's what happened. But Wait, did you not I think Kobe or Tupac be more died? of the conspiracy side. What's that? Did you not think Kobe or Tupac died? I don't, I, I have no idea about Tupac, but I think the Kobe thing's weird as fuck. That's yeah, it was weird, thing, okay. Right? Huh. Okay. I have, Sorry, like, a on. weird conspiracy theory about, like, the Kobe death and also um, helicopters just in general. Because wasn't there, like, a helicopter, like, COVID-19 relief fund that people were talking about? 
Like, we need to invest, oh, like, government was... money into, like, the helicopter companies to keep them afloat or something. I, it's completely out there, and I don't remember where Ridiculous. I got that from. Um, but, yeah, I- anyway. That I don't know about. But let's yeah. go back to, now, I have a video here. If you want to pop that up, Josh, uh, Bob, rather, of when they arrest George Floyd and they take him away in handcuffs. Yes. And that is just NBC footage. It's an NBC report on the security cam footage. So there's no, there's no sound, but probably post this clip up on YouTube or something like that. Yeah, well, it's on NBC's like YouTube, so it's official. NBC News now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna videos, go. New yeah. security video shows events leading up to George Floyd's arrest. Uh, I, by the way, we have it paused here, but it's really funny because we have it paused at four minutes and forty-seven seconds. And there's one cop without a mask, and then there's a who's handling the guy, and then there's another cop who's not handling the guy, but he has a mask on. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this. We'll just describe what's happening here. But they're, right now, what are they doing? They're just talking to him. They have him in handcuffs behind his back. They're walking him around a fire hydrant to the back of the police SUV. And then, but they're actually taking them to that SUV in the back left corner. If you see it, that's the one where yeah. you apparently got. Oh, okay, oh, so they across the street. Yeah, which it, is already bizarre. What the? They, oh, okay. So what they, did they do to the other people that got out of the car? There were two other people that got out of the car at the beginning of the video, but that's where that ends. So he is. Yeah, they were like putting him in the car. And, dude, they're putting him in the car. They're putting him in the cop car, and the the security footage just ends right there. Yeah, they don't let you see what happened, which is leading up to him being pinned down on the ground. Which is, which is weird. Very suspicious. Let's just say that. Yeah, they, we don't see the events that happened to make him on the ground. They were literally putting cuffs, him in right? the car. Yeah, he was in cuffs. Well, no, the video footage where he dies, where the cops on his neck, he was not in cuffs, was he? Or was not he not in cuffs? No, because his arm is is out on the fucking ground, like it's not. He's not in cuffs anymore. Okay. So unless he's like uh, every fucking uh, soap opera, you know, criminal that can <laughs> just pick locks with a with a paperclip hidden up his sleeve, uh, and he picked his way out and then got in a fight with the police. How the fuck did he get out of those handcuffs? Because I've been arrested, and they don't let you out of those fucking things until you're processed and in jail, or they let you go. Yeah. That is the only two times they take you out of handcuffs. You know, plus or minus 15 minutes of you suffering in really tight cuffs. You know what I mean? It's like they, they could determine that you're free to go and then just let you sit there, depending on your attitude, which is another part of the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, you know, you have to sit in cuffs and enjoy it, and then you can get out of them faster. <laughs> so, yeah, and then in the original Joy, George Floyd video, he is not in fucking handcuffs. They are just kneeling on him, and his hand is out, like, on the ground, like he's bracing himself. He's, he's trying to get leverage. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And then he's... Uh, even the, th- the only thing the guy that Floyd keeps repeating is... I can't breathe, which is another fucking psyop, because what can we all fucking relate to over the last couple months? 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe wearing fucking masks and not being able to fucking breathe. A coof, a coof. Yes, but the I can't breathe thing came up way before the COVID thing ever came up. That that was back with like the um was it Eric Gardner or the the one guy that was selling cigarettes or something like that. But yeah, okay. So the guy that was uh, selling cigarettes that you're talking about. Yeah. Was that Eric Garner? I mean, that that was like where it originated from the the whole "I can't breathe" thing, where they put him in like that chokehold, right? In the conspiracy world, that's called uh, pre-programming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, it is a rational thing to be like, okay, well, that happened four or five years ago, and you know, of course, it's happening again. It's just. You know, maybe that's just police practices, them going for your vitals, essentially, to calm you down. No, I know. I'm just more down. saying, like, that's why it, it, like, resonated so, like, on a subconscious level. Like, yeah. uh, is... it's because everyone can relate to, I can't breathe right now. Well, I think everyone related to the fact that the, the guy was murdered and the guy that was murdering him sat there in complete like he looked completely satisfied he looked like he was sitting there with he had his hand in his pocket he looked satisfied he looked like he just like shot like an elephant like a big game hunter and he's sitting there with a shit-eating grin being like look at me like i'm so fucking fabulous aren't i that's one of those that that's how i saw it i don't know and then they did their memorial service and wouldn't you know it closed casket memorial service because I don't think the fucking guy died. I don't think there is a dead dude. I just think that's strange because it's uh, there was nothing like that mutilated his body or any reason to have a closed casket casket service from from my understanding. Um, so and especially with his face being everywhere in the news now and what a a whole uh, PR movement for Black Lives Matters and uh, racial uh, racial tensions in the U.S. that this is right now. How much more powerful would it be just to show his, his dead body right there in the casket? Like why wouldn't they do that? It, it's it, dude. It's a porn star from East Texas, who or from yeah from East Texas from Houston, who apparently might have died three years ago. It, uh, it just once you start looking at it, it gets so fucking weird. It's disgusting. Well, what what are you proposing actually happened? Or sorry, do you, do you have any more suspicious things, or should we? Uh, well, yeah, that? just so you know what um that I'm I don't just. You know, I don't not dive into these and just believe the first thing I fucking hear every time. The one really weird thing was the diesel price showed 99 cents behind them. But I did Google Earth (laughs) and got the exact location and looked at it. It was actually advertising for coffee. So that whole diesel price thing is not a thing. That It's just advertising for their cups of coffee because... I don't even know why I have to do that. All gas station, shitty gas station coffee is 99 cents. Aaron, I'm so proud of you that you caught that and and you ruled that out as something. Because I started seeing like these. I looked into this. You sent me like diesel prices over the last few months in Minneapolis. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Well, yeah, because diesel hasn't been 99 cents since fucking Reagan. Yeah. You know, so that was just weird. They're like, why did the sign say that? Like, that's bizarre. But I, I don't just... Actually, 40-year-old go, footage. You know, I'll, I'll have a quick reaction where I'm like, holy shit. And then I find out later that it's wrong. But I'll admit that it's, like, not a thing. Um, so if you hear anything about the diesel price on the back, uh, on the sign behind them, that's not real. But everything about this arrest, arrest is fucking weird. 
There's two other people in the car that get out. They put him up against the wall on the security cam footage, and you never see him again, and they never walk over to where he's fucking getting kneeled on. Like, they just disappear from frame. They're gone. Um, you know, you see the other side of the street. There's no one fucking around. It's so... It's such a bizarre-looking scene. Oh, I have something really weird about this, and I forgot to mention to you guys. This is the weirdest part of the whole thing. <laughs> Um, we're going to have to take a quick break here because I got to find this video, but we got to find the original George Floyd video. Um, so even, let's just listen to the, to the shit this teenager saying too. It sounds like a Hollywood fucking script where he's just like, Oh, Hey man, you're going to kill this dude. You're okay. He's talking to this Asian dude. He's like, (laughs) you're okay with this guy killing a guy right behind you. How does he know he's about to die? Um, you know, if you go to like 1.30 and play it from there, he's saying shit like that. And then right around the 1.40 mark, the paramedics come and just keep an eye on what the fucking paramedics are wearing. But now go ahead and roll the clip. You just gonna let him keep his hand on his neck, bro? You're a bitch, bro. Tao, you gonna keep you gonna let him keep that like that? You gonna let him kill that man in front of you, bro? Huh? Huh? Like what? Bro, he's not even fucking moving right now, bro. He's not even fucking moving. This is what it is. We gotta deal with this, bro. Bro. Bob, do the clip that you and I had up. Let me send you a link if you don't sub it up. I think that goes further. Alright, so not only is he not in fucking handcuffs here, which is bizarre, because we watched him be let off in handcuffs, and being pushed into a police car, they opened the door, started pushing him in, and then the video cuts right there. And the next thing we know, he's on the ground being kneeled on, without handcuffs. So what the fuck happened in there, God only knows. But watch these paramedics, look what they're wearing. Okay, he just got off of George. He's very old. He's very limp. What the fuck? Bulletproof vest. That's a yeah. That's a dude. That has to be a sheriff's officer. He has a utility belt on. The Asian cop is going toward a uh, civilian. You touched him. You went to him. Go shut up. You went to him. Y'all always trying to start something. That wasn't a paramedic. Those are not paramedics. Two sheriffs pulling him into a fucking ambulance. There's no paramedic on scene. It's the fucking weirdest shit ever. Why wouldn't the paramedic be the one checking his pulse? So as they rolled him over, so he's he's in the ambulance now. So as they rolled him over for that, the the paramedic quote unquote had just put his hand on the top of George Floyd's head and was like, like on the very top of his scalp, right? And he was like, oh, I guess I should try to keep it up a little bit. Maybe he didn't. He didn't go for the neck at all. <laughs> they never checked his pulse. No, and he did that. He just did a quick two fingers to the neck for literally maybe one second. Yeah, that was him getting a pulse. It's like a. It's like some shitty actors pretending to be a paramedic slash sheriff. It. It's a fucking weird video, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be sure they, to copy that video to my website just like as a backup copy. Um, because I had to figure that once people. Did get you on, find on, it too? Yeah, yeah, I found that the same when you just showed us. Okay. Oh now, my god. Now, just on a funnier note, honest, people have been pointing out that the uh, 
the mugshot of the cop that they arrested, the one kneeling on the neck, looks less like him than it does like Ben Bailey, the cash cab actor. <laughs> and I have to fucking agree. Dude, the guy funny. looks exactly like the cash cab guy. And it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like, I mean, looking at the cash cab guy, it's just the angle and the expression he's making on his face in this one picture. But still, it's funny. It looks exactly like it. Okay, let's put it this way, Josh. There is a higher chance <laughs> that Ben Bailey, his acting career has gone in the shitter in the last seven years. His comedy career, his acting career is done. And he owes some weird Illuminati debt to some, some guys and had to pretend to be a fucking cop for this weird video than there is that everything that they've told you is true. Wait, Illuminati? I thought that was a Freemasons thing. Same, same difference. That whole <laughs> secret society group. Tell, tell, tell us about the tattoo. Oh God, I yeah. forgot about that completely. He also has he has the double headed Freemason eagle tattooed to his chest with a thirty three in the center, and it says, uh, "Out of chaos comes order." It, it's that bird. It doesn't say out of uh, his doesn't say that out of chaos comes order, but it's the bird. From the Out of Chaos Comes Order uh, Freemason symbol. That sounds very pro-Riot. This bird? This bird? Yeah. Uh, similar. Aaron has the picture up in the, the show clips if you scroll up. No, no, I know that, but I'm showing him a very similar bird. Oh, which okay. is also very similar to uh, another... What, is this a Warhammer thing? It's, it's not a Warhammer thing? You yeah, it's... It's a Warhammer thing, it, but it, it's also it. like loosely based off of like a the the Freemasonry bird and B. I think like there was um, Nazi regalia that looks similar, sort of. I think I don't think the the yeah, Nazi the Iron stuff. Eagle, the, yeah, I don't think yeah, that was yeah. a, a, like a, a two headed bird though. Yeah, like a phoenix rising. No, the, the Nazi ashes one's of a not a two headed bird, but this one looks uh, like the mix of the Nazi Iron Eagle and the two headed bird from. Uh, so what's this Imperium of Man? eagle uh supposed to represent here that's that's warhammer stuff just just ignore (laughs) but i'm saying he could be a warhammer 40k fan what are you trying to say here buddy (laughs) yeah yeah. i'm sure i'm sure that's what it was that he was just a real big warhammer fan he was man this guy had so many lives he was a dead football player from texas a and i he's best friends with steph uh Steven Jackson, the fucking NBA player, randomly. Uh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. So what was it? Explain yeah. that picture. Oh, there's a... Yeah, if you go to Stack 5, that's Steven Jackson's fucking uh, Instagram. We have a... I post a little picture that he posted, but it's just all about how he was best buddies with George Floyd because they were, like, identical twins. Uh, they look like... They're from the same neighborhood, and they look identical. So, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, and there's, and he's shooting up the, uh, the old fucking, uh, okay, 666 nonsense. <laughs> so he made friends with his, he made friends with his doppelganger. What's suspicious about that? Honestly, nothing's that suspicious about that, but the fact that, uh, just that's such a coincidence, it's preposterous. The fact that he had um, famous... An NBA player best friend. Yeah. His old lawyer saying he died three years ago. He's a porn star from East Houston. Like, uh, it does, 
none of this adds up. It's the weirdest fucking story ever. He's not in handcuffs when they're killing him, in quotes. And then not even paramedics are showing up at the scene to fucking drag him into the ambulance. And he's got a fucking Freemason bird tattoo to his chest. Oh, it's so... It, this reeks of every bit of a false flag, because this is what they want. That's why the government's leaving pallets of bricks everywhere, because they want these riots to happen. They want it to be chaos. They want it to be martial law. Okay, I'm meant to look up clips of that, because I was seeing a, a friend of ours was sharing clips of that on, on Instagram, and um, yeah, they're like police officers or government people, whatever, were actually placing the pallets of bricks in uh, the, these various non-construction sites. Were they? The police? Oh, were? yeah, but don't worry. The fact checkers already proved that false. See, the cops in Boston <laughs> were placing bricks around. They were actually picking up bricks. There was a damaged brick road that they were picking the bricks up for because they noticed that it was damaged. Because that sounds like cops, right? You guys all know cops. They just go around cleaning the streets. They act like street sweepers when they have uh, time off. That's what <laughs> cops do. I mean, they are uh, society's uh, trash men, right? Oh, God. Yeah. They are trash people, just not in the same way you think. Not like real trash. Not like yeah, you know. Yeah, the, dude, there the there's government uh, officials, like cops and government officials, placing bricks around cities in fucking protest areas because they want this shit to happen. Now, now for anyone listening out there, I wish you could, wish you could see what uh, we could see, which is uh, Aaron in a dark room. Uh, occasionally poking his head out the window to smoke a cigarette, uh, shaking a half-empty bottle of Yingling as he is shouting <laughs> about the, the government and police officers and what a big hoax this is. And the Illuminati tattoos. <laughs> yes. Uh, Josh, don't... Don't try to make me sound so awesome so that people can't relate to me. <laughs> so also, okay, so Bob, Bob, how convinced are you right now of... Uh, what Aaron's trying to say that that this is some hoax or it did not happen as it was as advertised. I don't know. I I feel like the tattoo can be explained by other means. Uh, which is what I was trying to get at with like the bird yes. thing. Um, the what what's really suspicious to me was the paramedics. Like I'm I'm gonna have to like backtrace pictures of Minneapolis like ambulances and the paramedics and like what uniform they wear because those guys completely look like a different. Um, police force, like a uh, police jurisdiction, like don't maybe, you think the maybe county sheriff you don't or think something. The Minneapolis you don't think Minneapolis paramedics fucking dress in like military gear or wear bulletproof vests? Yeah, <laughs> you don't think that's their normal or, garb or have the the standard utility belt that every police officer has? I mean, I couldn't see like handcuffs and a gun, but the you could only see the guy's left side the whole time on that clip. Um, so. I don't know. Uh, I, I would give it some serious, like, healthy skepticism. I don't know about him dying four years ago or whatever you said either from the guy's lawyer. I mean... Oh, dude, look that guy up, please. Is he legit then? Like, I mean, where, where did you... Timothy D. Jaffet, attorney at law. He is an attorney in fucking Houston, or Corpus Christi, rather, and he was the fucking guy's lawyer. He knew him when he played football with him. George Floyd was a fucking football player. It's so bizarre if he made that story up. Like, I can't obviously, like, it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to, like, see if this guy, like, I, I'm going to find out, you know what, before next week's episode, I'm going to find out if this guy was a football player where he said he was, if all these fucking details, because it was a very detailed story, 
And if those details add up, I fucking believe him. And and um, uh, did the George Floyd he say died? Did he like look the same, or was he just completely different George Floyd, or a completely different guy? No, he looks pretty fucking similar. Okay. Uh, um, also, the, I'm, the, oh yes, the old pictures from Texas A and M. They're like, yeah, this is the guy that went to school here, and they had a big memorial. Texas A and M, uh, Kingsville. You said Texas A and I first. What was that about? It's called Texas. It was called Texas A and I when he played football there. Which was when? Like almost thirty years ago. Okay. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven years ago, something like that. I think those are two things. Two things to look into for be for being a healthy skeptic uh, on the matter. But you know, I I thought it was a I thought it was very suspicious when we covered last week's episode, when we covered the, the news report with the shoe in the middle of the intersection. Yes. <laughs> like Fuck if, yeah, if there's a, That's the other thing. They threw the goddamn the random joke. shoe at the murder site. And they <laughs> do that shit all the time. For no reason. Like, that, that alone gets gets, gets me, uh, gets my noggin jogging a little bit. Um, yeah. If you ever want to know if everything's as it seems, just look for random shoes in the fucking where that guy was. <laughs> and then you'll know that it was real. <laughs> That is a conspiracy I can get behind. Because <laughs> it's true, it's so fucking weird. Every single one of these shootings, guys, I swear to God, just look through the news footage, you'll see random shoes strewn about the street. Piles of them if it's a shooting at a nightclub. Or one shoe, one lone shoe if it's like one guy that died. You know, it's it's so fucking stupid. And they, sh- they have to show their hand for some reason, and it's this is not what it seems to be. This is planned. This is planned for race riots, it's so they can enact martial law. In my yeah, so, so you think that's what actually happened? It's just a oh god. You think it was just a, a staged event in order to uh, promote protests and eventually race riots? A thousand percent. I don't know if they killed a real guy to do it or if it was all fucking state. I I don't know the details a hundred percent, but. That video doesn't fucking add up, and they cut that security footage right as they're pushing him into the cop car. So what the fuck happened between that cut and when he's on the ground with the dude knee in his neck? Yeah. And what well, happened to the fucking people that were in the car with him? I, I, I want to see the rest of that security footage, because there's no reason to not see it. There's no reason for them to cut it where they did, like, as they were placing him. In, like, he was, like, stepping into the car, right? They had just opened, they the, opened door the door. And, and they just started doing the head push down to yeah, push him into the and then fucking it cut. car. And they cut it right there. Yeah. It's like, well, there's there's minutes here that we could see, but they're not showing us for some reason, which is also very sketchy, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real fucking sketchy. Okay, um, I, I'll say, uh, re- re- regarding the handcuff thing, I'm looking back at the footage, and, yeah, when uh, the cop has his knee um, over uh, George's neck, and he's, he's, while he's still conscious and still struggling, um, it does look like he does have his arm over him, and his, his hand is uncuffed, but it's not clear enough in the footage to say for certain, and then going to the end of the footage where he's being uh, thrown on a stretcher, there is something around his wrist, and his arm like isn't uh, extending the way I would expect it to if he was uncuffed. So I'm not 100% sure yeah, he was uncuffed. Yeah, but guess what, Josh? So here's the thing. They cut it. between. There's a cut at like one part before they put him on the stretcher. Do you know no, that? It's not like continuous footage. footage. It, I know, but it's not continuous footage. Oh, I'll have to watch. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting through. I'll have to 
go back then. Okay. It, it cuts. If we go to that original footage, they have them on the ground. They're talking, blah, blah, blah. And then it, there's a cut. And then it goes to when the paramedic shows up. And then it keeps going. Because he was on his neck for like 10 minutes or something. Oh, whatever, you're say, right. Eight minutes. And yeah. Huh. When it's uncut, he before the cut, he doesn't have cuffs on. After the cut, when they roll him out of the fucking Put it back on? He has cuffs on. No, well, they gotta cuff. It's all fucking. They gotta cuff the dead guy to make sure, right? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Officer when he goes to the stretcher, it looks like his cuffs on, or he has something around his wrist, and his arm is not extending normally. How they do this? When they do this, uh, these false flags. Um, this is gonna be new for everybody listening. Um, <laughs> how they do these false flag operations is they will do multiple run-throughs of shit like this. Um, a lot of times, like, in shooting stuff, it'll always be a sunny day, because they'll they'll do a they'll do a test, and then they'll do, like, a real run-through, usually. And then, uh, the reason it's always a sunny day is because A-roll has to match B-roll. They literally could have taped that at two different times, or two different days, or done a couple run-throughs of it. Anything. You have no idea what they told the people around them. No idea. Uh, one teenager filmed it on his cell phone and for a minute and 30 all could have been fucking planted. Who the fuck knows if the teenager who he is or whether it fucking exists. The teenager's like, oh, you're gonna just sit there while he kills that man? Like, really scripted insane responses. It, it's I don't know. It's fucking that is the fishiest goddamn footage I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's uh, it's very strange, and I'll definitely I will be looking at it closer once we're finished recording. But um, yeah, I uh, I'm taking with the same healthy skepticism Bob is, where I'm gonna look into some of the stuff and that there there's something fishy about it. Um, I I personally like to to an extent, of course, the media is lying to us. Of course, uh, uh, police brutality is a real thing, or or um, you know, oh, etc. Of course, uh. There are racial tensions in the U.S. or whatever, whatever, whatever you're taking out of this event. Um, and but the fact that there are riots that are destroying our cities right now because of this footage, this exact footage we're looking at, that's I don't I don't like seeing cities destroyed, especially cities I like spending time in. So that's uh that, that's when it starts really to, bad when, when they actually stage the event to get the cities destroyed. That's when it gets really weird. Don't worry, you'll be in my world soon, Josh. You oh, made a mistake God. starting this podcast. You're going to fucking... blow your fucking mind by the time we're done with this. Well, we'll see. I'll have to come up with some talking points that are even stupider than the these hoaxes. Right? You've been eating dry biscuits your <laughs> whole the life. You're about to have fucking oh, ladles of gravy on your biscuits. You're going to learn to love it. That's disgusting. Well, how you're describing it is disgusting. Dry biscuits? Gross. <laughs> Yeah, dry biscuits, God. I mean, some people like dry biscuits. They're not for me. I like to have gravy on my biscuits, but... Uh, any any closing thoughts uh, regarding any of the topics from tonight? Government authoritarianism has killed George Floyd, not racism. That's my takeaway. George Floyd probably didn't even die there, or is some kind of weird doppelganger and never existed in the first place, and it was all fucking... Psyop to get people to burn cities while they're fucking placing bricks everywhere. Just stop. Stop rioting. Stop all the shit. Stop listening to government completely. Fuck these people. It's all theater.
and racism racism is the most successful pr campaign of the 21st century uh thank you for listening everyone this has been okay hear me out episode 10 and have a good night What's going on? Come on! Wendy's sleeping. Come on, man! What? Don't wake her up. Come on, let's go! What? Race war! Race war? Come on, Bill! Race war! What do you mean? Remember we, didn't we always talk about wanting to do that? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Come on, Bill! Race war! <laughs> You can be captain. I'm going to be sergeant. No. Oh, is that Wendy? Yeah, she, you woke her up. Tell her I said, hey. hey. Is she still mad at me? Yeah, she is. Come on, man. Race war. Bring her. No, don't bring her. She's, what is she? What? She's a... Uh... Italian. Yeah, don't bring her. Hey, you want to get her? No. You like her. That's right. No, no. That's right. Well, don't tell her. She might tell the Italians. <laughs> it's the same race. As what? Us. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. We're American. <laughs> kind of. What are you? English. That's American. Get him! <laughs>